A reimagining of Roald Dahl's beloved story, The Witches, is a humorous and heartwarming tale of a young boy and his grandmother. The two encounter a group of deceptively glamorous but thoroughly diabolical witches from around the world who have been gathered together by the Grand High Witch to carry out her nefarious plans. This week on the Made for TV podcast, it's Roald Dahl's The Witches. Feature presentation. I wrote a poem. I will listen to it. Good. Well, I just had the itch to write one, you know. Mm. It is Uh-oh. about a witch. Which witch? Well, the one I saw at Abercrombie and Fitch. Kyle. I don't want to cut off your cold open. I just think you're peaking a little bit, and I'm worried if it sounds like it's peaking a little bit to me that it will sound that way in the recording. Testing. It's, it's, it's peaking my... a little bit. Okay. I can turn it down, and we can re- just restart. We'll just restart, yeah. Okay, ready? Okay. I'll just oh, yeah. start over. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and now... Feature presentation. Hey, Scott, guess what? What, Kyle? I wrote a poem. <gasps> oh, my God. Please share it with me. I bet it's very emotional and beautiful, and I'm ready to cry. Yeah, well, I had the itch to write one, you know. Mm-hmm. It is about a witch. Mm. Which witch? Well, the one I saw at Abercrombie and Fitch. She saw me shoplifting and turned me in. What a snitch. Wait, Kyle, since you yeah. fumbled, do you want to start over a third time? No, I don't want to start over well, a third time. Well, let's just start over one more time. I'll just keep all of it in. <laughs> we'll keep all of this in. Let's start over just one more time. <laughs> oh Unbelievable. <laughs> and now, our feature presentation. Okay, Scott, I, so I wrote a poem. I, uh-huh. had a, I had an itch to write it. It is about a witch, the poem is. Mm. Wh- well, which witch, you might ask? Well, it's the one I saw at Abercrombie and Fitch. She oh. saw me shoplifting and turned me in. What a snitch. <laughs> and I don't know why she cared, though. I, I could tell she was rich. And I had to drop the clothes that I was holding and sprint out of there without a stitch. So my question do you want to hear my poem about the rich witch who watched me lift a stitch at Abercrombie and Fitch? I sure do, Kyle. And luckily, this cold open has gone off without a hitch. <laughs> well, here it is. The witch was a bitch. Nice. Can you clack your fingers like they do in the in in this movie? They clack their claws. They're little. I mean, they clearly must have like just like greened out. Like their, uh, uh, I don't know, like their Are middle two fingers. Their... Yeah, that's the, <laughs> You're I was trying to think of fingers. I was trying to think of middle and ring. Like, I don't know why I couldn't think of the names of the fingers specifically, but they must have just greened those out, right? They look yes. so gross. Their it fingers sure look a little too skinny, too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
I like it. I, I, I do like that part. I mean, that is good. <laughs> the The fact that it's gross is good. That's what it should be. <laughs> yes. Good. Well, uh, I guess I could just welcome us, welcome our listeners to this yeah. podcast. Don't you think? Yeah. Welcome That's everybody <laughs> to the Made for TV podcast. This is the show dedicated to celebrating and exploring the unique world of movies made for the small screen. My name is Kyle. And my name is Scott, and this is the beginning of a brand new month, month, a brand new series. I don't know anything that rhymes with month. It's our HB November month dedicated. <laughs> I love it. HB it's November. So, so terrible. No, uh, it's not. It's good. It's one it of our best. It's good. It's one of our best, and it's definitely great for a podcast to cover movies that people can't watch conveniently. You can watch it, but you'll have to rent it. And that's <laughs> that's why you're that's why you're listening to this podcast yes. is to know if you should pay money to rent that's, these movies. That should be our ultimate decision this month, I guess. Uh is we should rent, <laughs> to or, rent or not. Yeah. yeah, to rent or not to rent. That's the answer to this question for all of the films this month are part of the great David Zaslav HBO Maxacre. I just made Ooh, that up that's on the great. spot. Wasn't that good? <laughs> yeah, um, that was really good. The Maxacre. <laughs> um, yeah, we are covering movies that were removed from HBO Max, the Max originals that got cut off when they merged with uh, uh, Discovery, whatever, the whatever media group. What was it? The, yeah, just the Warner Bros. Discovery merger. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so our first week, we're doing the witches. Where there are tech, we're doing five movies, right, Kyle? And there are technically six. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah I forgot not... there's five in this month. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Jeez. I know. You love it though. We love extra. We love it. Heck weeks. Yeah, we uh, um, we're not. We're we're only not covering one movie that is not a comedy. Uh, and also looks like the only one that's good. We just didn't think it was fair <laughs> to cover the one that was good. We can, you can say, you know, we can you can look up online and say that one's rentable. These maybe, these yeah. maybe ones we're covering. That's you want to know if you should rent these movies. So. Exactly. Yeah, you want to know if this is worth. You got to know if you should feel bad that this media is lost. Mm-hmm. I guess. Well, not really lost though. And this one does have a physical release as we just, we were discussing before <laughs> recording. Yes. There is a DVD that was released of this movie. So you can <laughs> go to the blockbuster or Hollywood video mm-hmm. in your town, mm-hmm. which exists. And yeah. uh, well, and there's one blockbuster movie, out so. there, right? So somebody yeah. can go there. Out and in we Bend, j- Oregon. Yeah. We just lost our family videos during COVID. Uh, yeah. which was a real shame, I guess. I mean, not a real shame. I have not been in a family video in, you know, eight years. But I like to look at them. They yeah. should have just at least kept the signs up, you know, because that's all we I really agree. did was, was look at them as you drove past and thought of a different time, you mm-hmm. know. What they really should have done is when they couldn't, when they weren't even open during COVID anyway, they should have just rented it out so that you could film stuff in there because don't you wish you had access to a to a video store set you could make a movie if you just had access to a family video right yeah, for like, sure oh oh well where uh uh what's happening oh yeah this uh the, the we're talking about the witches today kyle it's been a while since we recorded so we're just a little all over the place and i mean everyone saw how how much we botched our cold opens so <laughs> yeah yes. i mean Clearly, things aren't going well for us today. Maybe there's a witch curse put on this very podcast episode. Probably. Probably. Once a witch sees you, as we all know, they never 
you they never let you go or they, they never, never leave forget? your life i think or oh, something think, yeah, yeah that's something like that. what the great academy award winning octavia spencer has to say yeah. about witches yeah. <laughs> in this movie where she's given her all darn it she sure is oh but we don't want to kyle we can't jump right into that it's oh, been yeah. it's been one one week, week since we recorded a podcast we haven't talked you just got back from a trip yeah, I went yeah. to uh, went to a, a carnival of sorts, mm-hmm. a small, uh, small kind of hometown carnival uh, mm-hmm. called Disney World. Have you heard of Disney World before? Mm, I do believe I am familiar with that planet. Yes, yeah, World yes. Of Disney. Yeah, yeah. took the spaceship there. No, we mm. uh, we went down spaceship to Florida. Earth. You went to Epcot. Uh, no, we we did the actual uh, Star Wars hotel. That's like a Galaxy Cruiser oh, role playing that, event. That's, that's like a thousand dollars a night not, or whatever per person. That's what we did. The four of us. That would be really fun, though. It like, sure would. It would yeah. be really. It fun. would be a blast. But also, I don't. It would have to be so much fun for me to walk out of there and say, "Wow, money worth well spent." Yeah, you I know? mean, they would have to make me believe I was a Jedi while I was in there. You <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. like if I reach for something, it should be rigged to fly to my hand somehow. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it's worth it. But yeah, we went to uh, we went uh, we went down to Florida. Half the time just spent at um, Carrie's grandparents' house, yeah, which is great. They have a pool, and they they were in Sarasota. weren't really. Their house wasn't really affected by the hurricane, but lots of lots of trees just blown over, which was pretty crazy. Um, and uh, then we went to Disney. We went to uh, to um, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. And, My two um, favorites. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we had, the kids had a blast. Uh, Cash had been before, but had didn't remember any of it, so it was all new and fun for him. Um, Very nice. The new Star Wars area was. Uh, was I really liked it? I thought I had a blast. The new Star Wars play area. The, I went the Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I like yeah. when we got we got into the park early, and I like ran to that first ride, the Rise of the Rebellion or Rise of the Resistance. Something it's like Rise that. of the Resistance. Yeah, because it's all about the Resistance. But mm-hmm. how could you forget everybody's favorite? Like, I mean, nobody even remembers the rebellion. Everyone yeah. remembers the resistance, the the very clearly defined political situation of the Star <laughs> of Wars the sequels, sequels that we all get why the good guys are the resistance, even though the last movie ended with us killing the evil emperor and it's there's so, a republic. Like, what? I love the Star Wars area, but honestly, it was very. It, it has an element of just sadness to it because, because they're, yeah, because yes. they're all in on the sequels. Like it's mm-hmm. everything is all in on the sequels, not like the original stuff. You know, you got the Millennium Falcon there, of course, but that's in the sequels. You know, but yeah. they don't have. Um, you know, there's no area with like Jabba the Hutt in it. At least not that I saw. Oh, you if know, the freaking like bar had a giant Jabba puppet in it or something, just like sitting yeah. there smoking, that would be amazing. I didn't go into the. I, I didn't make it into the bar, but I drank like blue milk and stuff. Of course, and, um, I've been in the bar. It's it's fun, but I don't think it's worth you know setting your whole day aside for. Sure. Um, the Rise of the Resistance ride was fen- phenomenal. I love that. That was so fun. But, Here's um, the thing. Exactly yeah. what you described as my only hesitation with Rise of the Resistance, which is like I'm interested in going and riding that ride because I love Star Wars stuff and I love rides. But then I'm like, yeah, do I want to see Kylo Ren, though, like coming at me now? Because I, I just still like that. I, still I like, like Kylo, the character but I know that but... their characters just 
amount to nothing and are just a big sloppy shit in the end. Like <laughs> I just don't know yeah. if I can get myself invested. I still invested. like the characters and want everything to be better in my heart, and that's still <laughs> like. <laughs> Is okay to me, right? It still mm-hmm. like works for me. But did you? So you haven't ridden that one, have you? No, Rise of the Resistance wasn't open when I was there last. Yeah, it's so, very cool. Yeah. The whole ride is on like actual like carts that it you, that are on like it's like a vehicle on just mm-hmm. flat ground, like that are just programmed to go in the right ways throughout the, the oh, yeah. area. But the waiting for well i didn't wait much i just kind of walked through most of the line but it was like the coolest disney wait line at one point you're in a giant space hangar with a bunch of stormtroopers like faced at you with a giant Ooh. screen looking out into space i'll show you the video i thought about sending well, it to I'm you gonna, but i, that figured I don't you think you need to it, i don't think you need to show me because i mean i'll be there in a week so oh, yeah uh, true yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I think it, it was it was so good, but yeah, it doesn't have if you do Genie Plus or whatever, you have to it doesn't do the big rides don't do it. And so mm-hmm. um So you just got there during the extra magic hours and ran there? I just ran cuz I knew that I didn't want to be away from my kids very much. Like that's I like don't, I don't most care of about the fun. that. Tell me yeah. how to get on the ride, okay? <laughs> so yeah, I just ran to that to that ride and like as soon in. as it opened you just took the bus to the park we like, drove right there. we drove mm. to the park because we actually left orlando that night our days got flipped did i tell you about that i don't our days, think so oh yeah our days got flipped we went to magic kingdom we we're gonna go to hollywood studios the next day and then half day then the third day at disney springs and then drive home well we mm-hmm. flipped the two days because after magic kingdom cash got croup in the middle of the night and couldn't breathe i had to take him to the er for steroids and so mm. that was fun Ooh. so we took the next day off Cash just rested the next day, and then the third day he was able to go. Hey, and, buddy, sorry, so, you have fun in the hotel room. We're going to head to the yeah, Disney park. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the, I went to Disney Springs by myself for like a couple hours. It was so much fun. I, I love I love. That's going, just a big yeah, shopping so area, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It's like Disney, down, downtown Disney or yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, so that third day was, yeah. Anyway, I don't really even know how I got on that track, but... Um, yeah, Hollywood Studios is really fun, and um, just I just did. It was fun to be in the Star Wars area. It was fun to have Cash make his own like plat, little plastic lightsaber, which is much more um, affordable than the real lightsaber creation area that they have. It's like yeah, two hundred fifty bucks for a handle or something, and or like per thing. It's that's crazy, but I did not do it, even though I was a little bit tempted to. I think but. it is tempting. What it's that you see other people doing it and you're like, oh man, they got to do it. It's like makes you want to do it. The other tempting thing was that you can make your own droid. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like people were walking around with their droids like slung over their shoulders. And I was like, that's kind of cool. But I was like, do I need that? No, I don't. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you bought that droid, all that's going to happen is it will be yours for like a day and then Cash or Cammy will like pick it up and throw it a week from now. <laughs> sure, yeah. Just be broken. Right. <laughs> but Cash may got to pick out all of his parts for his plastic lightsaber. That's in the uh in the um Star Tours like gift shop is what mm. that's Well, at. Star Tours is still my favorite Star Wars ride. I like it more than the Millennium Falcon one. I'll see if Rise of the Resistance can replace it. Yeah, it's yeah. So, yeah, that's probably enough of me talking about the whole Disney trip. Um, <laughs> but it was I could cuz I could just keep talking about it. It was uh it was a blast. It was so much fun. We've got to sign up for our exclusive uh, After Hours podcast. Uh, to hear the tear yeah. all about Disney. All of those dirty Disney details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, Kyle, I'm glad you had fun. I'm looking forward to going myself uh, uh, in like a week, like I said. Um, I'm worried that I, since I won't have the car, I don't think, to drive. I mean, we'll have the car, but we just usually use the buses because we're staying on the park. Yeah, that's know? what we yeah. wanted to do, but like since our days got switched, like we didn't have the... We, we were going to mm-hmm. leave, so we left straight from the park and then drove all the way home, which was a kind of a nightmare, but it worked. It was fine. The kids slept most of the way, so it worked That's out. Good. But um, yeah, you can take the buses there and get early. We, we've, I've done that before and it was fine. So. Okay. So you didn't get in early at all and you still went on the ride and it wasn't no, like we an were, insane yeah, so, wait? Well, at Hollywood Studios, each park opens at like different times, like every day, it seems yeah, like. Yeah. I know so, you have to look at the like menu every day to see what's so going on. So I think on. that Hollywood Studios like opened early access was like at 7.30 and then the mm-hmm. park didn't open till 8.30. And I think we got yeah. there at like 7.45 or 8. Like we weren't okay. there right in the beginning. And when I got into the ride... Carrie and the kids like slowly came back and once they got to it, it was at like a hundred and you know, twenty minutes. It, it was like it was a a very long wait by the time they got there. But when I got there, I probably waited forty five, fifty minutes. But it was mostly mm. just me walking through through. And it's fun. The, it was fun because like in I was gonna mention in the in the line, they have like the Empire people, like the you know, that like the staff, I guess, on like yeah. the generals that walk around on the ship, and they're all in character, and so they're kind of mean, but not like super mean because it's Disney. But they like kind of yell at you a bit, like you're <laughs> like you've been captured, and uh, yeah, like one like these people were like taking photo, like taking a selfie in front of some stormtroopers, and then this guy, the guy, like walked up to him and was just like, "Do you always document your failures?" And like it's you know fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. But you got like too into it, and you tried to like stage a resistance and blew up the ride. Is that yeah? I fought what happened. Guy. Yeah. yeah, you fought back. You know, I tried speaking to force of Star choke Wars, him and he just choked. He just reached out and physically choked me. Physically, he, yeah. You're he's suing like, you're no Disney. Jedi. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not um, gonna sue him. That was good. I like that. Oh, you liked it. He liked it when the strange man choked him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not okay. in that way. All right, Kyle. No, I like no, the immersion. Fine. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. That's what you. That's the secret of the gal of the uh, Galaxy Cruiser Hotel. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a little bit more like that. That's why. Yeah. Well, they call so it much. Galaxy's Edge because they get you right oh, okay. to the edge. <laughs> um. Sure. So okay. that's gonna be good. Uh, my my times. I was gonna say something. I remember what it was. Doesn't matter. My time while you were gone was less eventful. We did not go uh, to Disney. We did do a, a zombie walk for Halloween. That's fun. You guys do that like every year, don't you? Or try Cel- Celia does it every year. Honestly, this is the first time I've ever gone. Uh, I don't think I'll go back every year, but it's it's. I think it'd be fun every couple years, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's just walking and everyone's in costumes. That's about it. It's not super exciting, but Dot had fun. Uh, she did not want to be a zombie. It was funny because she was taking a nap when Celia started putting the makeup on me. Mm-hmm. And then she came downstairs and she was like, and Celia was, um, she puts, she does it by like putting toilet paper on you with liquid latex and then putting makeup on that. And then you rip that to add like fake blood in to look like your skin's ripped. So it just looked like Celia was like ripping my face skin open when Dot came downstairs. Oh stairs. <laughs> so she was not happy. Uh, she didn't that like book. that. No. And so she was, she just kept being like, no, I'm not a zombie. Like when we were asking yeah. her if she wanted to put yeah. on makeup, she's like, you be a zombie. I'm not a zombie. No. I would like for you to not rip my skin <laughs> uh, off. 
So she went as a witch, which is what she's going to be for Halloween anyway. And she just was pretending to, I don't know. I told her she could be the witch that resurrected the zombies. So that was fun. Um, other than that, I don't think a lot is, it's hard to remember what all has transpired between we've got the opposite normally these last, past few ones it's been like oh no time has passed well i know while so, i was on on the beach in florida i know it snowed here so it did was- snow that's right it did snow we got our first snow which was it's kind of fucked up uh to have snow before i've had a chance to rake my leaves i feel <laughs> like i don't really like part that. of me was a little bit sad that i missed the first snow of the season but yeah. it's okay well, Okay. We all got together and talked about it and, you know, just decided you must not love Christmas that much. Oh, you didn't want to see the first snow. Devastating. They, they, had a, they had a vote for least jolly citizen and it was you <laughs> it was for me. being gone? Oh, no. My whole identity. It's completely thrown Question. apart. Uh, I don't know yeah. who I am anymore. Much like Tim Allen in the new The Santa Clauses show, you've... You've lost your jolliness again. I don't know. I don't know what the plot of the Santa Clauses is, but I'm guessing. I was going to say, how do you know the plot? <laughs> I'm, uh, I've been keeping up with the leaks. Haven't you been reading all the leaked oh, Santa Clauses he's like looking news? for a replacement, I think, right? Isn't what, yeah, that what he's doing? Yeah, I do think that's right. He's, I don't know why. Uh, I know I watched, a, I like half watched a trailer where Christmas spirit was fading and elves were disappearing from existence. And that seemed pretty horrifying. <laughs> it was like, I was just watching, kind of half watching in the background. I just saw an elf just blip out of existence like they got Thanos snapped. I was like, okay. That's where they're going. Um, we had our first snow. Of course, the most important thing, Kyle, obviously Halloween happened. Uh, and it's oh. not before Halloween when this is being recorded. Um, you know what? Halloween's end. Halloween ended. Halloween no. ends. Yes. You wanted happened. to do your own episode, but you, I know, you I almost chickened did. out. I did chicken out. I I probably could have uh, done an extensive review of Halloween ends, and I I did talk about a lot. I started streaming a little bit, Kyle, on Twitch on oh, Wednesday good. mornings, uh, and I had a whole stream where I did nothing for like three hours but talk about the entire Halloween franchise. So. Yes, not surprising. <laughs> well, it is surprising to me that it was only three hours long. Yeah. Well, it's only because I o- I'm only available from seven to ten a.m. So I, I had to stop gotcha. at a certain point. You understand? <laughs> Yes. Uh, that's it for me, Kyle. There's, it's been a very unexciting uh, uh, week for me. Is there like a one or... I'm so curious about this Halloween ends because you've like teased how oh. much, how ridiculous yeah. it is. I don't mm-hmm. need, I don't want a lot of details because I don't, I don't, we don't need a three hour intro to this of course, episode, of course, of course, but of course, I just really want to know what's, what's the main thing? What's the deal with this one? Your main thing would be that it is not a slasher focused on Michael Myers so much as it is a sort of a teen or well not teen but young adult romance what? wherein a man has slowly has basically been possessed by the spirit of Michael Myers and is slowly turning evil or and more into a serial killer wonderful that's exactly what i want from the last halloween movie right <laughs> what's weird is i actually think it's good oh okay <laughs> i i i i don't i don't know how i it's very weird if you're like, well, this is the 13th Halloween movie and I'm here for the <laughs> Halloween formula. But if you're just watching it, I'm like, there's some stuff here. It's pretty it's pretty interesting movie. It's okay. its main problem is that it's a good movie 
for like 90% of the runtime or an interesting one going in some new directions. And then the last like 10% of the movie, they're just like, and it's Michael versus Laurie again out of nowhere. And it <laughs> sucks. It just fucking ruins the movie. Um, but other than that, it's pretty good. Okay. Cool. All right. I think you might like it. We can watch it. We'll watch it right after this podcast. I've been thinking about watching it a third time. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> I did. While you were gone, you understand, I watched, I rewatched the entirety of the Halloween franchise. So, <laughs> I, I, yes. Couldn't help myself. I watched one and then I watched all of them. Uh, uh, all, is it, there really are 13 of them? There are, yes. Yeah, wow. Uh, 13. So. That's amazing. Actually, the only one I haven't rewatched yet is Halloween because I'm waiting for it to be Halloween. Gotcha. Closer to it. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Did you watch That's them in the, reverse order? Starting I gotta with be Halloween honest. Ends? If you want to know the order I watch them in, I can tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's a complete nonsense order. Because uh, I just watched them in the order they were available to me that was most convenient in the moment. Uh, so I watched... After Halloween ends, I watched Halloween, the David Gordon Green one from 2018. Then I rewatched Halloween ends. Then I watched Halloween 4. Then Halloween 5. I sorry, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. It's just important people get the full title. Then I watched Halloween 2. Then, of course, I watched Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, then we jumped to a different timeline. We went back to the David Gordon Green timeline. I watched Halloween Kills for some reason, which is the middle one of his movies. I don't know why. Uh, then Halloween 20 years later, um, H2O, which is technically the like seventh movie. Then Halloween Resurrection, which is the eighth. Then the two Rob Zombie movies. And then just today I watched uh, Halloween 3. Uh, good so we're all over the place baby um luckily at this point i don't need any sort of continuity to understand (laughs) what's going on in each halloween movie you know um wow all right well good let's talk geez we're supposed to be talking oh this was going to be a short episode i think and we've really ruined it no no no. it's gonna be short trust me okay that's true kyle what's your let's let's get let's get down to it Mm mm-hmm what is your history with Raw Dolls, the witches? Do you know I actually have a history with the this movie and the book? Good. I hope so. I have a history with the book, the original movie, and this movie. Oh, so, I've never seen the original yeah. movie, but um, I I did read the book as a kid, and I owned it. I think my mom's it might still be like at my parents' house, or maybe it's in my house in a box that she gave me. I don't know. But hmm. I actually, I liked the book as a kid. I think that the witches are like descriptively like very scary and um, it's rolled doll. So it's, you know, it's got that kind of darkness to it. And um, yeah. I enjoyed reading it. I also like read His Glass Elevator. And I don't think I've read any of the other, any of his other books. But I've, um, oh, sorry, why would I come? I don't know. I was going to say, I've read, uh, he wrote, did he write Matilda? He wrote Matilda. Yeah, he wrote right? Matilda. Yeah. Yeah. I've read Matilda. I've read the BFG. And then I've read The Witches. I think that might be it for me. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I've read the book. And then this movie, we when it was out, we watched, Carrie and I watched half of it, if that, and turned it off because we didn't want to keep watching it and just didn't go back to it. And that's funny because that is also the truth for, well, for American Pickle, I think I, I actually liked it, 
but she fell asleep and we turned it off and I said I was going to keep watching it and I never did. So it's kind of a theme this month that I've watched half of the movies. Of, I can't so. fathom why David Zaslav thought he could remove these movies and no one would notice or care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my history. Good. Um, I love the, the Witches the Book is one of my favorite childhood memories of a book. Oh, wow. Because uh, we read it in third grade. Um, I remember my teacher, Mrs. Hallam, was reading it to us. Mm -hmm. And that chapter where it's describing what the witches look like and how they have to wear yeah. gloves and they wear wigs and they don't have toes. So they wear really pointy toe. shoes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she dressed up like wearing gloves that day <laughs> and wearing like pointy shoes and was scratching at her hair while she was reading the description. That's amazing. And then, <laughs> and then when it gets to the part where it mentions that they have blue spit, she must have been keeping like a gusher or something in her mouth because then she just like opened her mouth and dribbled blue spit like down her chin. <laughs> and I just remember every little third grader getting up and screaming and running to the back of the room. That's from so her. amazing. That's so fun. That's so good. I know. So that ruled. Um, so I've been a big fan of the book ever since then. And I, the movie, the original movie um, from the, like 1990 um, is pretty good too. It's not like amazing, but it has some fun practical effects and it's, I remember it really scared me as a kid. If you see how the high witch looks in that movie, Kyle, mm -hmm. it's fucking scary. Ooh, um, hold on. I'm going to just, I'll get a picture and post it for you. And then we can like, tweet I it didn't, or whatever. I was not about to watch this with Cash and Cammy because I knew that they'd be scared by the witches. Like yeah. I knew that they'd be scared by how Anne Hathaway looks. Take a look at, uh, here, I'll put it in general here. Take a look at the original design for the witch when revealed. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> I know it's terrifying looking. Um also maybe problematic. There's a we should address I I don't know enough about this, but uh, there is controversy for the witch's book and for Raw Dahl in general uh that he was very anti-semitic and there's people that, who maybe. yeah. Yeah, there's there's people who think that there's some uh anti-semitic undertones to the witches. So Probably. Yeah, probably the case. He was not a nice person, Roald Dahl. He was not a big, friendly giant, it turns out. Uh, um, but yes, so this design on the original one is a little extra, I would say, in some ways. Uh, uh, maybe leaning into some negative stereotypes with her having a gigantic vulture-like nose or whatever. Good. Good, Carrie. You'll, she gets yes. notifications Kyle's, to our... Kyle's wife <laughs> posted in our Discord asking why we do this to her. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Maybe I should have posted it in our secret channel. <laughs> yeah, I guess. My bad. That's so funny. Um, yes, so... I like that movie. Okay, I don't love it. I was excited for this movie coming out because it is directed by Robert Zemeckis, who... We've covered on this podcast before. Yeah. Uh, during my birthday episode, we talked about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, one of my favorite movies, and obviously Robert Zemeckis is one of my favorite directors. Heavy asterisk toward his only applying to yeah. works from 2001 and earlier. Yeah. Like <laughs> what happened? What happened to the guy? I just phoning don't, it in or something. This yes, that's exactly what happened with this movie. Yeah. A bit of a disappointment. I watched it when it came out. I think we tried to watch it with Dot and she was too bored and I still finished it because I wanted to be a completionist. Uh, and luckily I got to watch it again uh, for this podcast, Kyle. 
And uh, no, maybe should we just should we just pop it into it? Let's pop it in. Let's get it over with. Come on now. Um. Okay, so the movie opens. Kyle, I guess anyone who doesn't know the plot of the witches, the in case we miss anything, it's about a boy who is not named who lives with his grandma. Classic protagonist. He's the same as uh, from Tenet. Tenet. It's the same yeah, character. My favorite character, Tenet from Tenet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's his name. If you don't name your character, then they're the name of the movie. So this boy's name is Witches. <laughs> um, so Witches and his grandma. Uh, and Ka- I don't know. There's really like, like it doesn't. It's a children's book narrative, right? Him and his grandma encounter a witch. They go to a hotel. It happens to be all the witches are there. And the witches are making a plan to turn every kid in the world into mice. They turn the main guy kid into mice. He and his grandma get revenge and turn them all into mice. And that's pretty much that's it. it. Yes. Uh, yep. it, uh, the movie opens though the the main for whatever reason Chris Rock is the narrator of the movie he's, yeah I thought I, the I intro slapped he thought yeah. it slapped That's, he thought it, I get it I see that <laughs> uh, I, did, I really didn't think about it until right in that second <laughs> okay I, w- I actually did really like the intro because it Kyle, starts be with be serious no jokes okay <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really do like the intro because it's like straight from the book uh, on describing mm-hmm. witches. And it, I remember when I first watched it, and again this time as well. Like it immediately took me, took me back, and like flooded me with all the memories of actually reading through the text of the book. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is this is the book. I think I'm going to really like this because it's going to bring back, you know, all the memories I have, the nostalgia of actually reading and learning about these these witches yeah of this universe, it's like a cute so. it's a cute fun concept so why not it's fun at first when you're like oh it's gonna be this fun thing i like and then it's yeah um i will say this my only thought in the very beginning of this is i was like well this is substantially better than the last Semecus movie i watched which was pinocchio so at <laughs> least at least it feels like there's some human beings putting some effort into it um f- for the beginning but yeah we get this i just I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't need. Uh, I don't need the adult version of the mouse in the movie. I think we could just. You could probably have Octavia Spencer narrate it or something. You know, I'd be fine with that. Um, I, I think. Chris, I think I like Chris Rock's voice though, so it's just. It. I. I kind of just like it, but. I just get too scared because when I hear Chris Rock's voice, I think about his chilling vision for the Saw franchise and Spiral and the Book of Saw, and it's just such a scary movie. I just think he's a... No, I I do think about that movie now when I hear his voice and how bad of an actor he was in it, and it's kind of like ruined him for me a little bit. He was so bad in that one movie. It's ruined all his other performances a little bit. Um, So I guess I don't like him that much. But whatever, we click. We quickly get a flashback to a kid who I like way less. So I guess it's a smart decision. <laughs> uh, we see the main kid; his parents die, and he gets taken in by his grandma, right? Who is played by Octavia Spencer. Mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah, she's, she's good. Yeah, she is. Um, I do and, like this kid, though. I like this kid. I'll, I, you know, I I like it, and I think part of why I don't like this movie is that he's only on. He turns into a mouse halfway through, and then it's. It's mice. Yeah, I hate, I just really hate movies that where the the characters turn into animals halfway through. It's just it is. It's, it's that's a the plot of the movie. witches, bud. I don't know what to tell you. That's what happens in the witches. Well, I know, I know, which is fine. It's just yeah, I'm just not gonna yeah, well, like the, the movie. I don't think okay. I, it reads better as a book when they're 
because you're still like connected to a character who's a mouse. I think, but like, I I don't like it in this movie. I don't dislike the concept. I just don't think it's well executed. Here uh, is what I guess I would say. I just Although don't I will think say- I can ever. I I can't <laughs> name you one movie where they turn into animals halfway through that I enjoy. Hmm. I just okay. can't do it. So it's just a hard. It's a now hard block up, for me. Now I have to look up movies where people turn into animals. Find one that I like. And I and I I will go back on my word. I will. He'll but. go back. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Well, you specifically are saying where they turn halfway through. Yes, where it starts off with them being does it, humans. Does it? Okay. How far into the movie does it? Like, if it starts off with them as humans, but the majority of the movie is about them being an animal, that's fine. Because let me ask you about a little movie called The Emperor's New Groove, Kyle. That's that's one main character, but that's like the huh? point is like yeah, that, well, that's a great that's a great movie, but it happens so quick. It's about him being like yeah, all right, know. all right. I'm just saying, I I I agree. This movie it happens a little late in it. This movie is a slog yeah. to get through. <laughs> I'm not arguing that, but I think the concept. I, I feel like uh, I don't know how many. I can't think of many movies where it happens late in the movie and it's not about that. I guess. Have you seen David Cronenberg's The Fly? No. I think of I think of I like Brave. I think of like Brave. Oh yeah, well right? Brave sucks. Yeah, yes, I think that's of a Brave. Great... I think of um well, I think of Brother Bear, but that's their bears like he's he turns into a bear. The, yeah, that like, one's pretty, pretty beginning. Early. Yeah, it's yeah, just the concept in general. People, right, he doesn't like. Animals. He likes. Kyle wants to see real animals fight, not yeah. people <laughs> yes. turning into fake animals. Yeah, okay. or if turned into an animal, I want an animal and people, like an emperor's Ooh. new groove, not animals and animals like mm-hmm. like bears, like, like brave have, and if there's bear. a, if there's only animals on screen, they better be killing each other. Yeah. All right, I need a human. To <laughs> or they're animals to. from the start. You know, <laughs> you're either an animal from the start or you're not. So that's it. That's <laughs> good. Okay. Well, this kid goes to live with his grandma. I think this kid sucks. I think he's a bad actor. I'm just going to say it. No offense to you, kid. I don't, think, I don't think you suck. I think you're a normal kid and kids shouldn't be in movies. Uh, <laughs> that's what I think. Um, and I think you're probably a better actor than the director. I won't blame the kid. I'll blame the director. I don't think Robert Zemeckis is asking a lot of him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's Robert Zemeckis is like, can we get another take? I feel like Robert Zemeckis is like, yeah, sure, whatever. We'll CG it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Um, uh, weirdly, I think his performance is better as a mouse. Um, but even though I don't like the movie when they're mice, I agree. I just think the kid is has more personality and energy when he's a mouse than he does as a human. Um, yeah, okay. He goes to live with his grandma. And I don't know. What do you, uh, we get some scenes of them bonding. Would you like these scenes, Kyle? I, I liked the scenes. Uh, what I liked about it is it showed a lot of different areas of the house. It was mm-hmm. just nice to see a bunch of different sets, like like ra- kind of not super rapid pace, but like they have a scene in the living room and then they have a scene in a bedroom and a bathroom and like just different areas of the house where they're doing different parts of this. Making the house feel yeah. lived in. Yeah, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's nice that they didn't just like go back to like one set a few times. And so that's what I appreciated about it. I kind of like the, the, the cinema work a little bit at this point that I guess I would say that there's just one shot when he is up the very beginning when he's talking about being in the car crash and it, yeah. he's upside down in the car and the camera flips that's snowing outside. I think it just looks really cool. 
But mm-hmm. um, you can see a really nice parallel of that shot in Halloween Ends when Corey Cunningham enters the tunnel and first meets Michael Myers living in the sewers as a, as a <laughs> dilapidated old man with a fucking humpback or whatever. <laughs> Um, I like uh, the I like the the couches plastic covered. You know, I like that there's uh, some flavor in this house. I like that Octavia so. isn't um a doting grandma. I like that she's kind of hard on him still. Yeah, she's not she is like the type of grandma that'll spank yeah. you, but also give you a hug when you need it. Type thing, exactly. You know? uh, a- I less like the uh, Zemeckis in the back half of his career, especially. I feel like he really loves like bad needle drops or bad like obvious on the nose music or whatever (laughs) which comes in at the end of this movie hard um but he does like grandma sings the little reach out to me song or whatever i'm like fuck you zemeckis um (laughs) and then we get like two different like uplifting needle drops during scenes of the kid kind of coming out of his shell i guess Mm -hmm. i think my problem is i never feel like he comes out of his shell when he's in human form like he always feels a little res- too reserved compared to the mouse version of him. I guess very, two very di- they're very different from each other. That is yes. correct. That 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 more than anything, the performances mm-hmm. don't feel consistent between. Oh, yeah, them. and you're talking about when she puts on the record, the literal record drop. Yes, and, yes, and, but and even dances with like, him. I like that scene though. I, I I like it okay. That part's okay, but then there's two more like needle drops that play like. In this opening chunk, there's own, like yeah. when he's crying. There's that. I'm sorry. I think we talked over the scene where he's uh he's crying while looking at a picture of his parents, and then it like starts to rain. Like that's the kind of like on the nose Zemeckis stuff that yeah. I'm just like, all right, we can move on, buddy. Like <laughs> I will say, the one record drop where she's like trying to cheer him up by dancing. The mm-hmm. only thing I didn't like about it is I didn't have any value of time at this point like this could be the very next day after his like parents died for all i know you know yeah and, like and it's like i want to know that this is a significant amount of time where he has at least had some time to grieve not her just being like put a smile <laughs> on day. yeah like let's <laughs> dance you know your parents are dead Woo! i have i'm gonna say this I don't like that her performance is a little too realistic to somebody just performing that in the room for me. Oh, like <laughs> you she's want her to dance like, better? <laughs> no, I want her to be like perfectly in sync with the music, you know, or like, I don't know. I just want her to feel like she has more energy than she does. It just doesn't move me. It doesn't. I wanted to be like impressed by the star power of a Hollywood performer in the living room like singing along to a record and it was just like eh, it was okay feel it didn't feel like it was as good as Octavia Spencer could do it felt like she listened to the song like twice and then they kind of sent her out there to do it I don't know I don't know how to describe it it just felt a little phoned in like the rest of this movie to me Kyle but we can move in move on I mean um do we have like the scene they go I don't understand our first introduction to a witch in the present day is like she's just outside their house randomly and curses the grandma. What? You, you the mean, first time we see a witch, it's not it's before it's they backstory? go to the grocery store. Oh, no, no, not oh. the backstory. The one where they're at the house. Like the kid and the grandma are at the house and it starts narrating talking about witches and then there's like a witch outside their window who says like K 
curses. And then grandma starts coughing. And that's like the beginning of her illness or You're whatever. Right. I have no idea why that's there. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, why did this fucking witch show up at their house? What's going on? I didn't but, think. Okay. I think in my mind it was not a real witch. Like when we were wa- when I was watching, I thought it was just like a foreshadowing of like there's witches around. Like not necessarily. I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe it, but I didn't take it as like there's a little witch standing outside the room but that's clearly what they meant because it's the start of her cough so yeah that's the only thing that gets me is that it because i'm the same way it felt like it was like a just sort of an artistic almost montage thing like yeah he's talking about a witch so we have a witch on screen but then the fact that it initiated the grandma's cough was just like i guess she's there okay um i like the grocery store they you go to think, you would think grandmas are like their with the witch's like favorite thing because grandma's have no reproductive ability, right? <laughs> Not all grandmas. I mean, most, I guess. True. Over the age of menopause, you know, yes. 50-ish. Which Octavia Spencer is probably... Do we feel comfortable saying Octavia Spencer has probably gone through menopause? Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, I... In case I was her actual doctor, you know, because I could can't be. Say, I could be. You could be. I could, could be. be. I can't break Octavia, HIPAA. That's you know, true. Octavia, yeah. Octavia Spencer flies to Fort Wayne to see her favorite practice <laughs> doctor. Obviously, <laughs> um, so so I think they should be the the favored type of person for a witch, right? They shouldn't want to curse grandmas because they have no reproductive ability. Versus like men at all ages can reproduce, and mm-hmm. and so at all ages, he said, yeah, well, sperm all is ages, there. yeah, I get, but but can you? Get sperm out of a two-year-old. Well, there are functional. Oh, you're right. I you, said you men. Said I can, said men. Oh, that's age, true. Well, okay. Adults. Okay. Yeah, men, I was thinking the race of men. The race of men. Of men. The race of men. I don't know. Well, sometimes men and women, I'm just thinking the gender, I the guess. The race uh, of men. I but, think of Lord of the Rings when you say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, Okay, men, so adult. all men who have yeah. gone through puberty yeah. can reproduce. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Uh, whatever. That's fine. We could move. That's. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. This great. Is good. <laughs> um, the they should be, but I guess if they kill the grandma, then the kid has no one to take care of him. So it's kind of a spite to the kid. Plus, okay. they hate this grandma specifically. Maybe. I mean, the Grand High Witch knows her, but they don't know that it's. Later, I don't think the she Grand hates I, her. I think she's she hated her as a kid and now she True. wants to kill her cuz she knows that there was a wit like she yeah knows but it doesn't even, I mean I can't even use I can't even use that logic though because the grand high witch doesn't know who it is until the end of the movie so this witch is not being sent here on the grand high witch's yeah, exactly. orders or anything so just whatever it just happens they go to the grocery store or the general store i guess it's like a general they sell everything there right mm-hmm. it's like a little they sound little they, they sell tiny. galvanized nails they do. They got into this whole thing about how he needs to get galvanized so he doesn't get lockjaw or whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought that was fun. I like the store. I, I just like the way yeah. it looked. I thought the store looked good. Yeah, I did part. too. Yeah. I like cool. mention they of lockjaw. Lockjaw sound is uh, tetanus. That would suck to have. So. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, tetanus is the name of the main character from Tenet, right? Yes. Yeah. No, tetanus. Okay, yeah. Tetanus Tenet. Uh, yeah. Tetanus uh, Tenet. <laughs> at your service. <laughs> Uh, that's where the kid meets a witch, and we also find out all this weird lore about Grandma being a healer, which is like, 
It really comes like late. I felt it's like twenty five minutes in. We're like, also, Grandma's a healer. I do kind of like the the progressive lore of Grandma. You know, oh, she's a healer. Like she's she's like helps people with herbs, and it's like, oh, she might it might be more of a voodoo thing at some point. You know, I I like the progressive nature of Grandma. I wish that they hinted at anything more. I guess it's like. I wish that, because later, later in the movie, there's like that room that he goes to, mm-hmm. or that the grandma goes to with all kinds of herbs and stuff. I wish that they had been like, at some point, he grandma came out of that room and he's like, "What's in there?" And she's like, "Don't worry about it," you know, or like <laughs> anything to make me excited for these reveals, <laughs> build a little bit of anticipation to them. Um, grandma does explain her 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 lore. The rich grandma backstory we all wanted. Uh, I don't have a problem with this. I think it's fun. It's uh, she was a, when she I like was a most kid. Of what when Octav- when Octavia is in the movie, I I like those parts of the movie. Yes, so I like the parts of this scene when it's Octavia narrating, and I don't like as much when it's the actual flashbacks. Um, but we see her as a kid. One of her friends gets turned into a chicken. Right. Yep. There's a part where a friend first turns where it looks like she's turning into a Balchinian from Men in Black 2. You remember <laughs> Balchinians? I don't think so. That's one of my favorite. I just remember as a kid busting a gut watching Men in Black 2. It's right after Tommy Lee Jones yep, gets de-neuralized. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, he gets de-neuralized and then... He's like fighting a bunch of aliens and mm-hmm. he tries to kick one in the crotch and Will Smith's like, it's a Balchinian or whatever. And then he pulls down the mask and punches him in the face. <laughs> and it's just great. <laughs> um, the chicken CG though, right away. That's I remember in my notes, I only took note of it because I was like, oh yeah, the CG in this movie kind of sucks. And there's a lot of it coming up. <laughs> um, so that was that's our first hint of things to come um that's our real setup for a scary reveal later (laughs) is the bad mouse cg um i guess grandma decides because a witch has their scent this is where she says that line where she's like once a witch gets you they never let go or whatever um and so they go they're gonna go to this grand orleans imperial island hotel to hide from the witches Mm -hmm. seems like they could go anywhere um, well, they yeah, I mean they want to go an in here yeah. because the witches prey on the poor people, mm. and the people are going to be forgotten. And the Grand High Hotel is full of rich white. Folk. I do think so. you know that's almost. I think that's the only almost like good idea in this movie. I like that idea yeah. of having the witches only prey on the poor minority kids, right? Like it was that the part, would be yeah so interesting to explore. It's obvious that Robert Zemeckis was not the first choice to direct that story. Why would it be this like 75-year-old white dude, you know, mm-hmm. who's directing it? It makes no sense and he does not like lean into that enough at all yeah. in and the And that movie. was the that was the part. Well, it's cuz we have like Jordan Peele now, right? Like and <laughs> and that this is the point where I was like, "Oh, this would have been great for Jordan Peele to take." But, um, Maybe, but even like this movie is one of its producers is like Guillermo del Toro. Like there was like a bunch of really talented people attached to it at different times, and it doesn't need to be a Jordan Peele level for a kids movie, but just anyone who's sure maybe has a more personal relationship to the story because it's like I guess it's mostly because they are changing it, right? They're making the active choice to set the witches in a different time period and focus it on like a black family 
Right. right. So you would mm-hmm. think then, okay, we're making those changes, so let's work those changes in to their like thematic uh, extremes or thematic conclusions as much as we can. Yeah. You know, Which is mu- as much don't. as we can apparently is one sentence. And that's yeah. It. <laughs> one so. sentence and then we move on from it. So, yeah. Um, they do go to that hotel though, Kyle. And uh, 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 I thought it was just weird when they're driving to the hotel. It's not, I get it. It's a kid's book. I'm not really criticizing it. But it is just funny where it's like, how does grandma know every fucking detail about which society? Yeah, I like the I like the narration, but at some point it gets like old where it's like, okay, she's still just narrating about what the witches look like. Like uh-huh. and she's still narrating about the witches lore. Like yeah, it's all every, it's all every coming city from the has book, a witch. But... Every country has a grand high witch. There's the grand high witch of yeah, them all. Yeah, it's... it's like so much stuff she's just throwing out. Um to a, how old is the kid in this? Like nine, eight or nine? Yeah, I, don't know. I think so. Somebody he doesn't care about all this witch politics, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, oh, there's a, oh man, she calls it a, she calls it a coven, Kyle, which as we all know is a huge mistake because it must be coven because coven sounds like oven, man. And that's not right. And I know you don't get that reference and nobody listening does, but you yeah, should watch uh, American movie. American um, movie. It's a it's a it's a documentary uh, from like the '90s about this like s- s- guy from a small town who's an independent filmmaker making his horror movie, and he's just a real fucking character, Kyle. And it's <laughs> one of my favorite movies. One of the most enjoyable things you can ever watch is this guy just wheeling and dealing and getting his movie made in his small town um but yeah he insists that his movie is called coven not coven because <laughs> that sounds like oven and that sounds stupid so that's it um okay kyle they get to the the hotel right um which they they're able to there it's a big deal that they're there because they are like the only black people at this hotel another mm-hmm. thing that you wish was maybe explored more um, I guess, but whatever they check in, uh, with the help of Stanley Tucci. Yeah. I was happy to see Stanley Tucci. Um, I this just think put me in the mood. This was, this almost made me turn off the movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. Th- at this point, I'm not like a turn off the movie level. I'm not. No, 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 I'm no, not, not yet. I'm not. I'm still intrigued in this movie, but, but he was just recently in, uh, the King's man, which was like a prequel to the Kingsman movies. And I'm just mm-hmm. was like, Oh, I need to watch those again. So we, you and I, I, I want to watch them with you. We got You still you want me to, them. I, I yep. still have not watched any of them. I'll wait. I'll yeah, wait. You got to wait. With you, Cause Kyle. you got to come over. We got to watch it in a basement. They're so fun. They're fun movies. The Kingsman was them. the weakest of the three. For That's sure, what I've heard. <laughs> definitely the weakest for, for sure. But it still had some fun moments, but I love Kingsman and Kingsman too. They're, they're Listen, great, so. you're talking to the guy who just talked about rewatching all 13 Halloween movies, <laughs> yes. wherein maybe three of them are good. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, you don't have to sell me too hard. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's nice to see Stanley Tucci. Yeah, I mean, I was. Ex- you see Stanley Tucci, you got Anne Hathaway. It's a Devil Wears Prada reunion, Kyle. Look at that. Yeah. Um, he's always fun. Stanley Tucci is kind of an icon of mine because I feel like he's like the hottest bald guy with like a receding <laughs> hairline, you know? Like he's got male pattern baldness, but he's hot. And I like, that's my uh, goal. I don't know. Jason Statham, though, like. Statham Statham has too much. He's too intense. He's pretty. He's really intense, and he also has like the look of like 
he's clearly someone who has been shaving his head longer than it was receding hair, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like he started shaving it before it looked bad, I feel <laughs> yeah. like. Whereas Stanley Tucci has rocked being bald with the male pattern baldness for like decades on screen sure so i'm i'm a big supporter and he wears great glasses always too yeah he does ah, i love stanley tucci i actually the pair of glasses i specifically have had celia try to hunt down glasses that look stanley tucci-esque before (laughs) so i can look like him i love him um i don't love that he's kind of vaguely racist uh to a kid in this movie but it's what the movie calls for i guess um the oh there's a part kyle when they check in in their room 766 or whatever, mm-hmm. and then grandma starts talking about numerology or whatever, and it made yeah. me think so much of the guy from <laughs> <Yeah>. the rehearsal. <laughs> I love that guy so much. <laughs> oh, look, double eights right there. About to roll over on my dude, odometer. Dude, you look at the nines. clock right now, dude. It's 922. <laughs> dude, 9 plus 2, 11. Twice that, 22. Dude. Anyone who hasn't watched the rehearsal, you have to watch the second episode with that guy in it, at least. Um, For nothing, the scene of his roommate and him arguing is just so incredible. (laughs) I just love what his roommate's like. I mean, I guess, like, he's so, he's heard all this numerology shit so many times, and he's so clearly just like, I don't care, dude, this is bullshit. Uh, um, Okay. Kyle, they check in. They're they're seven six six, which I think the grandma says seven is like a test, and double sixes it means abundance or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so oh no, an abundance of tests, and who should check in right at that moment, Kyle? But the witches, the witches <gasps> led by oh, Anne no. Hathaway, the Grand yeah! High Witch. Yeah, oh, you love Anne Hathaway. Love her. You know? Love her in uh, in uh, in uh, Get Smart. You know, you seen Get Smart. <laughs> Mm, you know I have She's once. She's so good. She's great. Yeah, love that. Love I, that you movie. love. Maybe you're the biggest Anne Hathaway fan on the planet. You no. love every movie that I think is mediocre that she's in. Lay Miz and no, dude, all her movies are gold except for this one. That's true. Except for the we're I, watching. Look, I'm really excited about the other Anne Hathaway wa- movie we're watching this month. So I love. I do really. I love. I love Anne Hathaway. She's. Great. I love Anne Hathaway and the other guy. The it's Chiwetel Aida. What, I don't know how to say his fucking name. Uh, the guy from 12 Years a Slave and Serenity, who's also in lockdown, I think. Cool. Um, who's really good. Yeah, so I'm excited for that movie, even though I think it's going to be really bad. But I love Anne Hathaway, yeah. too. Um, I think she's good in this movie. Same. Even though, I mean, the movie around her sucks. And she's, like, right on the cusp of maybe bad, but it's fine because it's a bad kid's movie. Like, she's... <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work for me, the accent that she's doing. Um, sure. But it's they, fine. They, it's, it's fine. just, some things are just too, like, hit too many times. Like, her yeah. character. So I guess. There's a point where the movie is just, it gets so tired. And you're just like, it's just, it's time to be over. It feels like. There's like nothing a, new happening. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Let's just get it over with. And it just feels abrasive when they have her, like, yelling repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's specifically once she turns into a rat at the end. It was really getting on me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, uh, yeah, she's good. I like that they, which is, I've always liked that they uh, uh, go by the not ominous, like, it's so sus, the Society for the Prevention of <laughs> yeah, Cruelty of to group. Children. Yeah, I love that giant name. It's great. Um, this is where, uh, at this point is where grandma explains the rules of spotting witches, you know, 
mm-hmm. think maybe it's like cross cut with this. Um, at least I would think it would be. It's that would not be the only thing that makes. Oh, okay. Well, never it, mind. The, well with uh, how <laughs> how the witches look and everything. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not. That's my problem. Uh, is it? She talks so about bad. it, and then I it just happens. assumed. I was like, no, oh, it, it must be cross cut. No, <laughs> it's just it, the only thing that makes sense. It like yeah. she okay. says the stuff, and then yeah. then it happens, and I'm like, why are we getting this much expect exposition from her and details like? That's like separate you, from just, it happening, you know. You would it's, just think it would be. I, I don't need them to be transforming, but does, doesn't even crosscut like when they're walking in. Like they always wear gloves and then show the women's gloves when they're walking in or anything like that. Uh, that maybe a little bit. All maybe right. a little bit, but it's like it doesn't do all of it though. It is definitely yeah. happens. I feel like a lot of it after we've already seen them. This at least in my notes, I have that they show up and then this explanation happens. So I don't think they happen at the exact same okay. time. I feel all like right. she explains it. Um, maybe at night is it when the kids going? Yeah, it's when the kids in bed, and, yeah. and they've already mm-hmm. checked in that she explains all the rules, and we don't see the witches at all. It should be crosscut. It's bad. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. So in this movie, it's a little different than the book because they've got like giant elongated smiles, right? Which mm-hmm. was probably knowing Roald Dahl probably was noses or something in the book. Um, uh, but they've got the claw hands and they've got no I toes. I thought the smile uh, thing was a a thing. Like you could look, if you looked closely, you could see that their like lips didn't connect all the way. I feel like I just was reading the, because they don't mention the blue spit and I feel like I was just reading and I don't remember the smile being on there, but maybe it is and I don't know. It doesn't matter. In this one, they have the smiles. They don't have uh, uh, their middle their middle and ring fingers and they don't have toes and they're bald um, and they don't look much uglier than that which is a shame because they are supposed to be like really grotesque I feel like mm-hmm. and they're not that grotesque yeah. but whatever um, we do guess I guess they there's like a part after this where Anne's looking in the mirror and like at lightning flashes and she's got like a really ugly face in the mirror for a second so maybe it's supposed to be that she's somehow magically always hiding what she really looks like i don't know who cares um yeah, yeah i saw that too it doesn't make sense it was, no it doesn't it, i, it I think you are right i think the elongated mouth is not a thing i think you're you're correct on that because for, for some reason it's not, it felt so familiar to me when i watched it though so who knows you were well. It was because of all those long nights you spent reading the leaks of Robert Zemeckis's Raw Doll, yes, the witches, exactly. and you were reading those yes. early script leaks, and <laughs> yeah. so it just felt familiar because you'd already pictured it so vividly on screen. Um, the next morning, Grandma does something I would say is maybe negligent parenting. If it, I, I think maybe you can't. Let's let's ignore the context of there are. They think there are witches hunting them, right? Sure. She sends her like nine year old grandson off on his own to go play in this hotel <laughs> during a time where he's like the only black boy in this hotel mm-hmm. filled with rich white it's not, people. It's that- not just the hotel. She says, go play on the beach. Yes. Go play in go the, water. the water. Go swimming in the ocean. That's fine. So he's either going to drown or be the victim of a hate crime. I have to imagine being alone in this hotel Mm -hmm. or uh, what does happen is get turned into a mouse by some witches. Uh, Um, He, uh, I forgot to mention earlier because it's such a random thing that happens, but his grandma bought him a mouse. 
Yeah, and he trained the mouse. He starts training like, this mouse. And that's the, when he opens up a little bit. He starts to have more purpose in life. Yeah. In the beginning, he that's starts our to first, train the mouse. That's He's our a mouse trainer first, now. Yeah. It's our... I th- actually, maybe that's our second needle drop. There's like one needle drop where he's looking out at other kids playing and it's like he's getting a little bit more bright. And then it's a scene of him getting his hair washed. And then immediately the next scene is another needle drop of like a song <laughs> for when she brings him the mouse, I think. Um, but yeah, he's got a mouse and he's going to go train it. That's what he's going to spend his time doing. Um, along the way, he meets this other boy named Bruno, who's like a... I don't Augustus know, Gloop. Yes, exactly. He's very yeah. Gloopian in his. Gloopian. Uh, yeah, he's like I met a I met a lady who said she would give me six chocolate bars. <laughs> you know, six Swiss <laughs> chocolate bars. And he's got chocolate on his face when he's eating yeah. potato chips. It bothered me so much. Like he's got potato a bag of potato chips, but he's got chocolate on his face. I'm like, what? Like. Where's the yeah, he's direction such a here? pig because but, he just ate a chocolate bar from the witch and he's such a little little fat piggy that he's eating chips right after and when I say that I'm saying fat piggy endearingly because I would do the same thing if it were me to be clear <laughs> uh, I don't know I agree I do wish that he like was holding like the remnants of the chocolate wrapper it just bothered know? me that it looked like his it looked to me like his makeup around his mouth was the exact same way the second day as the first day it just looked like they filmed it those two scenes together like does he have two days uh well the the when they arrive they see oh is is he there when the i don't remember i didn't write that down because he's he's there in the beginning and his mom like grabs his ear and runs past the sign of this is the convention of the people against harming children or whatever Mm -hmm. and then like the next i think it's the net yeah it is the next day he shows up again and he's okay. got the same chocolate it i thought it the was same to me but i I, yeah. I i thought the mom scene was this scene where he meets the kid for yeah the it, first it time? happens again it happens a second time it's it's oh, okay they're they're doubling <laughs> up on, on i just bits zoned here. out i've just zoned out this chunk of the movie yeah <laughs> from my brain um no, it's it's twice they happened before be, it happened again so uh, okay well he the kid goes away bruno goes away but he's like i'm gonna meet this lady later for six chocolate bars uh and then our main character goes in to start training his mouse in the conference room, Kyle, and wouldn't you know it, all the witches show up mm-hmm. and reveal themselves, right? And this is their, like, big, uh... They do their big reveal, their plan, and they turn, like, they, everyone uh, they into take their, they, mice. Yeah, they, they reveal themselves first. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah, the yeah, reveal. Yeah. I do think they look great. I, I love it. it the, the CG of their mouths, I do like. I think it looks cool um, with that opening up and flapping when they scream i think they just look terrifying i love the way they look but um, that's fair um i wish that it just was i like all the elements that are there i just wish there was more i guess i wish it was a little further Mm -hmm. like i don't need it to be as disgusting as the picture that i sent of the first movie but i would like it if she looked a little bit more at least the grand high witch i want to look really gross because in the original movie, she's the only one that looks that gross. The other ones look kind of like how they look in this movie. So I wish that the Grand High Witch, because it even says in the book that she's like the most like, she's like fucking disgusting and wrinkly and scabby <laughs> when she takes off her stuff. And So I would have liked it. But Anne Hathaway, she's too beautiful. They said we're not going to hide it. She's got that pregnant glow. She was pregnant when filming this. Did you know that, Kyle? I did not. 
Yeah, well, there you go. I read the IMDb trivia facts, so I did. Um, it was important information to have. It recontextualizes the entire film when you think about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Anne is going for it during this scene. I like this scene from her. I thought it was weird. Did you notice the part where she first re- reveals the formula? Uh, the Formula 86. It like zooms in on her boob. Oh, and she, I like, hated that. I hated it, right? I was like, what? why is this doing it like a fake out boob reveal yeah, it in looks a kid's like a, movie? It looks like a flash. Like she's like, yes. the dress is a, is a, I don't know, a diagonal neck thing that goes, I don't know, whatever. I don't know how to describe it. A single strap dress yeah. probably. And then they sure. like show and like, she's like keeping the vial in her bra, in her yeah. boob. And like, yeah takes the fabric off which like reveals like not a bra but just like fabric underneath yeah it's so dumb it's like why is this it's why, just why did weird they do it, this it's like i don't mind having things be a little bit like uh i don't know hinting at adult or sexual for kids you know sometimes they need i don't need it like super sexual or anything but you know sometimes you see like a you like know an old cartoon go, figure yeah. who's a little busty or whatever it's like whatever that's fine but it's just weird to zoom in on her boob while she does the motion like she's gonna flash the camera, yeah, because it's, it's like who's that for? I did that not for? like that at all. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Didn't like it. Yeah, um, and that's, I just wrote I down like pretty weird to have. Anne, I just said pretty weird to have Ann flash her boob at us like that. That's yes. what my note was. So, because the boob, it's like the the language of the moment is only it only would register to you if you're somebody who knows what it's who understands the concept of a woman flashing you right. <laughs> and a kid doesn't understand that, so why are we including it? Even it's just yeah. weird scene. Um, they she sniffs out the kids then, and then that's when they turn. Bruno shows up, and I, their whole plan is they're going to use this formula to turn every kid in the world into mice by opening up candy stores. And it's like one drop of this potion means it takes like three hours to turn into a mouse, mm-hmm. right? But how are and, we going to open up our own candy store? <laughs> Bzz, you questioning me or whatever? Um, they that's have a hundred bunch of hundred dollar bills. Yes, she has a trunk full of. I don't know. How she and what you said was voices. yes, the the lady getting zapped and, yes. and murdered by the Grand High Witch. <laughs> so yes, that does happen. And then she's it's like, you know what? Job. That was a good question. You know? Yeah, it's subordinate, like the... but good question. <laughs> I don't want to work for this lady uh, who yeah. murders <laughs> me for asking a question. Oof. Um, yeah, so they're gonna, she's got a big trunk of money, and they're gonna use that to turn all the kids into mice. Bruno shows up, he turns into a mice, and then they- um, A mouse. He turns a into mouse, a mouse, sorry. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Uh, should we just start over the whole podcast again? Hey, do you know what the, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm not gonna play that whole thing. But I, got a po- I wrote a poem, though. Oh, okay, let's hear it. I had no, the geez. itch to write one. Oh, no. It's about which. Stop it. Um, <laughs> do you know the, what the plural? Uh, okay, what do you think the plural of a computer mouse is? Oh, I think it's mouses. I think it's mice. I'm not mm. sure. I remember I looking really, this up before because I was like, I really I feel like, played with it in my mind. I mean, it's kind of a, it's like a, it's a, you think it should, is it a computer mouse? Is that going to be computer mice? Like, would you have a bin of computer mice or would you have a bin of computer mouses? Hmm. I see here. Uh, what does Google I, tell us? 
Google says mice, and then the little blurb from the article is, so there you have it, the authoritative answer. Douglas Engelbert says the plural of mouse is mice. I don't know who Douglas Engelbert is. We have Douglas Engelbert. He's probably the person who invented the mouse, maybe, but I don't know, and I'm not going to look it up. Well, that's like the guy who invented the GIF. Yeah, well, it is called a, well, wait, he calls it a, what is he called? He calls it a GIF, right? And it's a GIF. It's definitely got to be a GIF. Yeah, I think, I think he, he calls call it, it a GIF. GIF. He calls it wrong. He's wrong. Ugh. Freak. Um, they turn the kids into mice, and we also realize that the main character's mouse that he has had the entire time can talk and is also a human and is Kristen Chenoweth, an but, adult Yeah, and he can woman. talk to the adults, too. Like It's yes. not like they can all of a sudden talk to the mouse. Yes. Why, well, because at first, at first, when this, when she first talks, it's weird when they have her talk. Because when she first talked, I was like, "Wait, are they implying that this was just a mouse who could speak the entire time? Are we, are we changing?" Like, because mm-hmm. I just thought, because I know this isn't a character in the book, right? He just has a pet mouse, right. and so I was like, "There, all mice can speak in this world." Excuse me. And then it's like three minutes later that she talks again and she's like, yeah, I'm a human too, which has turned me into a mouse. It's like, why didn't you just wait to have her talk until if they had waited to have her talk until he also became a mouse, then I wouldn't even have questioned it. And then they could have revealed the info. It just like really took me out for a moment when this mouse spoke. Yeah. (laughs) And it was, it really took me out that it spoke and it was Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. What in the world? Why is she (laughs) in this? She Why is like, it an adult woman and she has two a, children? She has 10 <laughs> lines. And then she acts like a kid later. You know, it's not like she's acting like an adult the no. whole time. She's, she is supposed to be a kid who has been turned into a mouse, just like them, I guess. And she says it's only been like a year or yeah, something. Yeah, true, because the mice, they talk about it later. The mice don't live that long. They live nine yeah. years. And so, yeah. like, yeah, that's so weird. Why? That makes it even more weird. I thought it was already it's, weird. It's such a weird choice. Was she just around and they're like, hey, can you like say these lines real quick? (laughs) Somebody was at a party and they just asked Kristen Chenoweth to say some lines into their phone in the bathroom. You know, it's not more than one recording day for her. Like she has like 10 lines. Yeah. Jeez. Um, I guess she probably recorded this during COVID in her closet or something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, and this is where the movie basically turns into like a bad 2009 CG mouse movie, I would say. Um, yeah. It, I, th- uh, I do think it's really scary when they're holding him down and pouring the formula in his ear. Yeah, it is. It's That's like the terrifying. worst place to have somebody be pouring medicine in, I feel like. Like forcing it into me is my ear. Have you ever had horrible. an ear lavage to, to wash out that cerumen, that earwax? I have, no, I actually have not, but I've heard it is quite satisfying. Feeling. It is kind of satisfying. I kind of like it. The warm water, it's like a jacuzzi in your ear, and then you can hear <laughs> afterwards. It's great. Mm, I don't know if I want to be able to hear this podcast any more clearly <laughs> than I already do, so I'll hold off. Um, yeah, I, they run away, they escape, right, and they, and they decide they're going to go look for his grandma. Um, I really do think that I... I think the best part of the whole movie is when they're running away and Anne Hathaway has the really gross, stretchy arms. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just really like that. I like how they're like, I think it hits the right mix of uh, kind of goofy but scary for kids that I like sure, where it's like yeah. her 
They're getting her arms aren't just like stretching long, but they're, they're cracking like and breaking. breaking. Yeah, yeah, it's so gross and cool. And I think uh, I wish there was more of that. That's the highlight of the movie. It's all downhill from here, folks. Sure is. They go to look for grandma and she's like, uh, I don't know. Well, they realize that the Grand High Witch is staying the, the room underneath them, right? So they're mm-hmm. gonna like break in there and try to get all the potions. Yep. Um, or they're gonna get a potion so they can undo the mouse spell. That's what their plan is at this point. There's this um, really annoying scene that serves no purpose of the hotel exterminator dude showing oh, I up. I like this scene. I liked it because it was creative. <laughs> you would. Uh, well, I liked was it. it? Yeah, it was creative. Just because they was did. It creative? Well, they they show the mice in the shot the whole time, like they're in the in the uh, they're in the basket I, as he comes I, in, and like it shows it's kind of a long scene. He's coming in to sh- to to set up some of the mouse traps. I liked it. It's I just, disagree. I'm looking like, for I agree, anything. I agree with you that it is long. <laughs> I don't agree with you that it's good because they don't have anything interesting happening in the long shot. It's like. Bruno just keeps running out of the bag trying to get snacks because he's too fucking stupid mm-hmm. to stay put yeah, for a it's second. Got that, it's got that <laughs> that intense, you know, anticipation, you know, that he's it's gonna no it's, entry. It's yeah. just a fucking bunch. It's three cartoon mice doing nonsense that's not captivating while a kind of middle-aged man shuffles right. around I wasn't, the room laying they're, down they're, traps. The mice Kyle, why are you defending this as your favorite scene of the year? It's I the just only saw part. that you... It's the only part. You just... Why did you nominate this for best cheerworthy moment at the Oscars? <laughs> you know that nothing can beat the Flash entering the Speed Force, and yet you're trying. <laughs> no, this is the only part of the rest of the movie that captivated me. My literally... <laughs> But I've I have one other note for this half. I have two other notes for the half rest of this movie, and one of them is one of them is my interest in this movie went down a thousand percent once they all got turned into mice. And then here's I, my question: then then. I like the Did you make this it? man coming in. He's a he's a jolly guy, you know. Did he's you make in, it this far your first time watching? No, no, no. That's my question. oh no, no. Okay, we, so there you go. This is my second close. time having to sit through it. So I'm just like, I know this is a waste of my time. Please <laughs> yeah. continue the plot. Oh, I'm not watching any part of this movie ever again. <laughs> You know, it's just not happening. So, I, yeah, this part was was good. Okay, Kyle loved it. Um, It's a nice little creative little scene. Okay, great. Yeah, so sure. Uh, (laughs) uh, Here's a note on the mice. I think part of the problem with this movie is they make the mice too animated in their actual movement in a way that's like too anthropomorphized. Right where they feel kind of basically human, yeah. It's in their like dexterity, like Augustus Gloop has to learn how to run on all fours in the beginning, like that type yeah. of thing where he's just yeah, like yeah, kind yeah. of walking, yeah. And even just when they're talking, they're very animated and expressive, more so obviously than any mouse would be, but even more so than like what you need to do to convey emotion on an animated mouse, right? Uh, and to me. I think the problem is like it doesn't feel dire that they're mice. It just feels like it's fun and happy cartoony like tone on the mice. I mm-hmm. wish that it was like I felt like oh no, this person's trapped as a mouse. That's worse than being a human. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't feel that way. Uh in fact, they're very much like oh, it's not that bad to be a mouse like immediately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is funny. And spoiler, that's how it ends is they're like, yep. well, this is great. 
This is good. Yeah. I will live uh, like this. This is good. I I can't wait to die in eight years, Grandma. Yeah. Uh, it, basically, I don't want to live wait. longer than you. Wait. I, I we can't gotta wait. We gotta wait to talk about that. I guess yeah. it's all I'll talk about once we good. we start. Great. Okay. Can't think all about right. it. Um, <laughs> Jesus, that's such a weird ending thing to add. Okay. Uh, uh, they go to steal the potion from Anne from her room so that they can reverse engineer it. Like I said, I don't know. Anne shows up. This is the kid spots the cash trunk. I feel like that's the main thing here. Um, and then there's like a really prolonged soup scene with Stanley Tucci. This is another one where it was similar to the maintenance man. Where I was like, this is going on a little bit long, guys, for me. Yes. <laughs> I like you, Stanley Tucci, but we don't need this many back and forth moments. I'm not laughing. Okay. Uh, they do get the potion, though, um, and the kid's almost spotted. I don't understand how he isn't spotted uh honestly she's like holding the bag with him in it talking to grandma and she doesn't notice there's a mouse in it doesn't matter Hmm. um yeah the uh i know you don't have notes on this so you're like what who cares uh sorry uh, i was just reading the ending of the book versus the ending of the oh because i was like i thought it was the same but maybe yeah anyways we'll get to it i'm sure it's in i mean i i'm sure it's in there maybe in the book i don't know if it is or not it's just I just think it's unnecessary in any version of the story to add this element of I can't wait to die in eight years, Grandma. Yes, true. <laughs> such a weird We're not thing there to yet. We're not there. there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Um, uh, they Grandma fails to fix them, which is just like immediately she's like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and well, then yeah. they're like, that's when they have their scene where they're like, it's okay to be a mouse. It's not so bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And I did. This is where I noticed the score in the movie, which I'm sure you didn't take note of the score. <laughs> it did not. Uh, but my only note was the score is so unlike remarkable. It's so bland and just feels like filler music almost. Um, and this is where Charlie decides. I guess I like this part. They decide. I wrote. They decide if they can't reverse it that they're gonna get even instead basically like they're gonna get revenge yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. uh they're gonna slip into the kitchen and poison all of the well, they want to take yeah, they want to take down the witches they are worried about yeah. the witches killing all the children and so yeah Fair. i like that yeah it's time to take action mm-hmm. and this is where i don't know i called him charlie i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that i think that's the name of uh Actually, the name of Anne Hathaway's son she was pregnant with. Um, I'd, but yeah, the, the unnamed kid. I don't know. Some things, I feel like Wikipedia credited him as Charlie, but I know he's not named. No, he's Hero Boy. That's what Hero IMD, Boy? Well, that's okay. what IMDb says. Yeah, but I, uh, IMDb, yes, because that's what I was like. I was like, he doesn't have a name, right? But then I swear I read the name Charlie, so I wrote that down at one point, but I'm like, that's not it's right. Charlie so from know. The Glass Elevator, the other uh, yeah, the other course. Role doll. Of course. I actually I haven't read that. I should read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right? I have not read that um, one. Yeah. So. Um this was where his performance was like the most like are you the same person? He does this like this heroic close-up shot where he's like, "Trust me, grandma. I can handle it." or yeah, whatever. It's not like, this is totally two completely different characters. Terrible direction. I don't feel any link to the kid in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um I wish that they had, uh, when he sneaks into the kitchen, I think they should have revealed that all of the chefs were being controlled by mice and that all of those <laughs> mice were, in fact, kids who had been turned into mice yes. and that they agreed to help him poison the witches. Love it. Yeah, it would have been great. Um, a little ratatouille. 
Did you write down the line that the one head chef that's yelling at everybody says? No. What? This is a line, a quote I wrote down from this movie. I could not believe I heard this chef yell at the end of the kitchen poisoning scene. He says, someone get me a sharp knife so that I can kill myself. Yes, I did. I didn't write it (laughs) down, but I thought about it. I was like, what the heck? What? (laughs) What kind of a line is that? (laughs) Who puts that in a kid's movie? Uh, Oof. That's 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 intense. Uh, yeah. Yep. I got. It feels like an actor maybe threw that out in an improv moment. <laughs> and they're like, and they yeah, we're putting that in there. We're putting yeah. that into this movie for sure. Um, I like the scene. Um, uh, during this, where Octavia goes and talks to Bruno's parents because they're gonna be like, they're mm-hmm. never gonna see their kid again, and they're just gonna be like. I was like, I wish they hadn't shown Bruno's parents again in the movie because I wanted to just think that they never saw their son again and they spent the rest of their life wondering about that crazy <laughs> bitch who said their son was a mouse. <laughs> like, that would have been funny if that was the last the <laughs> yeah. last time we saw them at all was just after they freaked out with that. What would with, your reaction be if a strange woman came to you in a hotel and told you that run Cash away had from been a turned mouse. into a mouse? Yeah, I would ab- never believe that. Absolutely never believe that. I tell, a, hilar- a great scene. Hilarious. I love that part. Uh, I do too. It's it's funny. And they because she tries to she tries to like to phrase it so well. She's like, "We need to go sit down." And the dad's like, "Rob, you can. Uh, we don't need to go sit down anywhere. You can tell me right here." And she's like, "Okay, well, you're here. You're this is your son. He's a mouse. Here's your son. He's yeah. he is a mouse." And she, the and... mom, is definitely afraid of mice, so she just screams. It's. mice creep me out a little bit i don't know man i get it i don't i'm not afraid of them per se but like when a mouse is suddenly around and you didn't expect it any animal that's suddenly around that you don't expect is very jarring you know like i am i've definitely been guilty of there's a mouse in the house and like i jump like away and like run (laughs) out of the room for a second you know because i'm just like something is moving and alive in here and i did not anticipate that right now at one in the morning (laughs) it's very very jarring because mice aren't hanging out when you're you know like fresh and awake and they expect Mm -hmm. you to be in the kitchen um yeah oof uh, what what happens next, Kyle? Oh, this is where they uh, they uh, the plan works and they turn all the witches into rats, right? They yep, do they it. They all drink the pea soup and they all poof. I think it's kind of a cool way that they all like it explode into the air and then like become the mouse. It, it's kind of they took some time. They didn't just like poof. They're a mouse. You know, they mm-hmm. had them like boil and purple and then all of a sudden turn to mice. It's kind of oh yeah. It's a they put some effort into that. A little bit. Kyle is really reaching for anything to enjoy in this movie. It seems yeah, um, anything yeah. that catches my attention. I thought point. everybody eats it except for the Grand High Witch, right? Because she recognizes Octavia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought this whole scene—it was like this is where the movie was really wearing down on my senses. <laughs> but this scene was like weirdly, extremely annoying and frantic, but somehow simultaneously underwhelming in terms of its chaos it's like maybe there are too few people or it's too open of a room or something but i didn't feel like i was in the action enough or in a way i think it's a problem with the score honestly i think it literally was just the music was not building at a pace that was intriguing enough you know like as mm-hmm. a, a mm-hmm. you know what i mean I, what sometimes i feel that way when i'm watching if, if i don't feel a certain way during a 
a scene, I think about the score in that way. And so I think that maybe that's the issue just cause it, I, I, kind I think of it's felt definitely the right way. part of it. Yeah. Um, well, the, uh, uh, they, they then go, they steal the grand high witch's room key. Right. And they are going to go destroy all of her potion vials, mm-hmm. um, and have their final confrontation with the grand high witch herself who shows up and attacks them and they fucking turn her into a rat and they capture her as well, right? Yep. Um, I don't like when Anne does her, when she gets really like, gravelly or whatever in her voice. Mm-hmm. Something about every, when she's just talking like this and then she gets too growly. Like, it just sounds, I feel, I feel, I'm like, Anne, you're going to hurt your voice. You've already destroyed it. <laughs> making like Miz. Yeah, don't do more. <laughs> Please. I'm just worried about Anne, okay? I was going to uh, say my favorite part was when she's they capture her and she's in the glass jar. Yeah, you just, love it. She starts yeah, stifling. She just she, keeps screaming. There was oh, a time when men were kind. <laughs> and the love was inviting. It was love went wrong. You have no idea how many times I listened to that song when I did the the Les Mis cold open because I <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got in sync with Anne so I was literally like listening to it while I was singing sure, the takes sure. too and it's like I listened to it so many times <laughs> just trying beautiful. to get Made her stupid diving so yeah so I've had to listen to her sob like a thousand times in that song mm, um, love that song probably gonna listen to it probably this. probably will. yeah you're gonna Put on some animal, some animal violence videos and listen to that song. I didn't even mean to take it that direction. I accidentally said the word animal, and I had to go with it. Uh, so, um, yeah, they capture her. Um, there's that, and when she gets left behind, uh, another like Zemeckis always has like some weird sexual stuff in his movie, but like. He really makes a point of showing her big metal bra yes. like, and corset yeah. that's left behind. Like, what when is she... going on? It's so weird. He's... There's this thing in like all of his CG movies where he uh, includes his wife always in like a sexual way. What? Like a model based on his wife's appearance. Because she's like a burlesque dancer. I don't. And there's like a. Part of me wants to like think that's endearing, but part of me does. It's, doesn't, just, so. it's weird because they're all in like Disney kids movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it's like in um, it's I think in Polar Express or in A Christmas Carol. There's like a marionette puppet that's like really busty that is his wife in one shot or something. And jeez. In uh, yeah, it's a weird. It's fine. It's fine. They've got their thing going on. Let them live their life, Kyle. Um, then they find they find the list of every witch in the world uh, in Anne's trunk, and they decide they're going to go commit witch genocide, um, <laughs> which is a good note for the movie. But after They decide, let's go kill every witch in the world after they casually murder the Grand High Witch by feeding her to her own cat, right? Sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they. They're I'm the not embodiment upset. of evil. Yeah, you they know? are. It, they it are. Really but they also very. They are pretty human. Almost. I mean, is it murder? Is it? I don't know. They murder kids. Like that's what they it's do. True. Like they. That's what I, they do. If this movie was a movie about like a grandma and her son going around and like killing 
every pedophile like in the world right like that's <laughs> it would be pretty dark it's a pretty dark thing for a kid sure, to go off and sure. do yeah you're right <laughs> uh but it's i mean it's i'm not obviously who cares it's a kid's movie and it's not a kid anymore it's a mouse and we don't even get to see the witch genocide kyle because of course we have to get the important scene that Roald Dahl included in the novel of all the mice riding a fucking mouse yeah. roller coaster <laughs> like together. who built this did grandma build this i don't think is grandma the kid, built this i think this. the kid must maybe is supposed to be good at engineering because he he planned that whole fucking shot with the mouse trap to like sure. launch the mouse, the vial into the Grand High Witch's mouth. But if the mouth. mice are building this connect, like like crazy roller coaster, that's like yeah. real labor. Like that actually took them a long time to build because they're mice, you know. Yeah. Well, then what else are they gonna do? I they're guess, just mice. Yeah, they're they don't mice. go to school. I that's guess. So true. Their lives are they are effectively dead. In yeah, term, as far true. as the world is concerned. <laughs> um. And then, uh, yeah, that's where this is where we then have a scene with his grandma where he's like, it's just so unnecessary. It doesn't need to be here. The movie could have just ended with them being happy mice hunters, like witch hunters. But they have this whole scene where he's like, grandma, how long do you think I'm going to live? Yeah, and they wanted like, to <laughs> they wanted to include that because that's what happens in the book. Like they literally make a point to say like, oh, he doesn't want to live longer than his mom is. His grandma is alive. I, Why? Yeah, because it's rolled doll. Because it's dark. Because it's rolled doll. Yeah. Right. Like he I always. Mean, and so I don't know why they needed it in the movie. I don't know why they didn't just turn him back. Because I think in the other movie, because that's what I was looking up in the 1990 movie, the they turn him back into a human at the end, like the Grand High Witch's second in command oh. visits his house and turns it back into a human. So like mm. I would have changed that and I also just wouldn't have had them always be my I don't know. I just I, I don't I, care if it ends but, with them always being the my I think my problem with this decision to include this element of the story is like we're not the rest of the movie is not honoring the sinister tone, right? Like the mm -hmm. rest of this movie's not trying to be dark or bleak it's not trying to be that kind of kids movie that leaves that weird impression on you like sure. the fucking yeah. 90s which <laughs> like it feels more appropriate for the 1991 that's actually scary to end with like the kid being like i guess i'll die in eight years this movie's like well i'm a happy cartoon mouse doodly doo <laughs> and i guess i'll die in nine years <laughs> i'll be gone in nine years and that's fine I, what a weird what a weird scene for Octavia Spencer to all, have to play. Yeah. I just, just like pretend your cartoon mouse grandson just told you he's glad he's going to die in eight years because he doesn't want to live without you. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <What>? yeah. <laughs> um, so that's weird. And then of course because we can't we can't end on that sad note, Kyle. We have to do the most Robert Zemeckis on the nose abrasive needle drop possible <laughs> of them all dancing to we are family yep <laughs> what the fuck it was is that that's the laziest ending i've ever seen in a movie i think i can say it's pretty bad of like just what's the first song that comes to mind i don't know we are we family are and family? they dance to it yeah all right they're a new family yep. print it i'm done where's my check give me the check yep uh, <laughs> But then it's not even really the end because we get this weird mid-credits like 
rally scene. Oh, I, I did know. not watch till the mid. Yeah, you good. No, you're you're better no. off, buddy. Off. You're better off. Uh, all it is is like Chris Rock. It's like it's like him as an old man on the edge of death, basically. Oh, that did it's, come it's, on. That came yes. on. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, I, I watched. Be- I saw him rallying the kids and was uh, and I. Maybe I did watch the whole thing. I just turned it. Uh, my That's my fine. finger was yeah. over the power button, right? Yeah, you were off, waiting. So. Yes. So it's just him being like, well, every, all you other kids, let's go kill some witches. Yeah. And then grandma and him, him grandma coming like, you ready for this old timer? As they all both look old at each other and we think about how they're going to die soon. The end. Yeah. No, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> there it is. Woo. It's over. Woo! And as is tradition, Kyle, now that we've finished talking about the movie and being mean to it, let's be nice to it and pick our best performers. I wonder who it will be. Yeah. <laughs> Who's it going to be of the many fantastic performances in this film? <laughs> who are you going to pick Kyle? Uh, uh, a, it's only two choices. There really are two, and but I think there's only there's one. There's really only one. Octavia Spencer gets it. Oh, so he's giving it to Octavia. Yeah. Oh, you weren't gonna give it to Octavia. I'm not giving Ooh. it to Octavia. No, I'm giving it to Octavia, Octavia because I enjoyed any scene that she was in. Um, the the other one was Anne Hathaway, which Obviously. is she's great as well. I just felt like I wanted to give it to, to Octavia. I felt like she carried the most boring parts of the movie, and so that's that's why I gave it to my her. Only, so. My only logic for why I chose Anne is because I think Anne is the only one who is given any role that requires any performance from her. <laughs> like... I don't. I mean, Octavia is not bad in this movie at all. But I'm guessing that's Octavia putting about one percent of her brain power into it, right? Like she's sure. just naturally captivating, and she's just playing exactly her type. Sure, right? Like it's not asking anything of her. Just be a wise old grandma. Mm-hmm. All right, great. I can do that. Whereas at least Anne is hamming it Having up to and doing stretch. something. She had to, you can tell yes. she had to stretch herself. She's arguably stretching force. I mean, she really stretched herself in that vent. We she saw sure it. Did. Uh, arguably, she's stretching herself way beyond what the material is actually asking her to do uh, in the movie. But yeah, yeah, cool. I give it to her. Uh, way to go, Anne. Good, good. Anne might become our first three-time Best Performer winner um, if she can get a, a win and locked down, right? Or locked, whatever yeah. that movie's called. Yeah, we'll find out in a couple weeks. Because um, wait, wait. Go, the other you one. gave it to her in Les Mis, right? I didn't thought you? I gave it to oh, you. No, you gave it, it to Hugh. You. I that's gave it right. to Hugh. I was like, I, I oh, wanted to give it to right. Anne because she makes me cry every time. But I just, uh, yeah, Hugh's in the oh, whole that's thing. right. Never and, mind. So, so Anne... Kyle's your number Sorry. one fan, but I'm the only one who's given you any best performer awards. Oof. So yeah, don't tell her. Come that, hang please. out with me, huh? Yeah. Kyle was not <laughs> Ella enchanted by your performance, Anne. I'll tell you that much. Um, oh, great. Uh, final thoughts, Kyle. Um, I think I'll go first because I might somehow be higher than you. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. Go ahead. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Um, I said my final thoughts are uh, this movie bums me out um, because it's not bad in a way where it's like offensive to the senses or like incredibly painful to watch. It's just kind of like bland and 
boring and uninteresting. It's like a really generic kids movie from 2004 is what it feels like to me. Mm. My only problem is that it's directed by the same person who made, who framed Roger Rabbit in Back to the Future. And it's such a fucking insane regression of his ability to tell a story using special effects in a compelling and visually exciting way uh, that it causes me despair. Uh, maybe it, this movie could have been interesting if it leaned into that racial stuff with an appropriate director like we talked about or if it devolved into some truly grand and grotesque and frightening witch chaos by the end. Instead, it's just boring, completely forgettable, half-assed adaptation that starts with some uninspired unengaging dead parent drama and ends with Octavia Spencer doing disco dance moves with three half-finished CG mice. <laughs> Two out of five witch toes. Is what I good, good. Uh, yeah, my um, my review of this movie is that there, there's like almost half of it that I do enjoy. I do enjoy the beginning. I think it's fun to learn about the witches. They're very creepy, very cool looking. And then it just falls off. It's just, I am so done with the movie. I've, there's no reason to watch more than half of it. And so I just get, it's just tiresome. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm not uh, intrigued by the plot at the end. There's feels like there's no suspense to it. The villain is great in the beginning, but then we don't get anything new with it. And so I think it's great as a, I think it works well as a book. It's something Mm -hmm. that's, you know, feels shorter, I guess, when you're, if you're reading through the story rather than like having to sit and watch this movie and with added stuff in it. And so, um, yeah, really, I give it the same score that you did actually is two out of five because it's forgettable. It's, I don't feel good about it. I'm not going to give it a 2.5. You know, I, <laughs> no. I, I don't feel like it's like, meh. I think it's, I feel like it's bad, but not, like you said, it's not offensive. It's not no. offensively bad. It's just boring and, and not intriguing. It's the worst, it's, it's the worst kind of bad where you just like you wasted your time. You got nothing out yes. of watching it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so there it is. Two out of five, uh, witch toes. So, all right. Uh, so that's, well, Quentin Tarantino's really excited right now. We're one toe <laughs> yeah. away uh, <laughs> from his favorite thing. Kyle, do you want to play a game? Yeah, I do. Guess what? You have to, no matter what. You sounded like Arnold. I know for a I did. That wasn't there. Arnold. That was weird. Okay, good. He's not here. Don't say That's his good. name. He's not gonna. No, 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 no. I actually just watched a movie with him in it, though. Let's let's derail for a second. Talk about a great movie. You know what movie I rewatched last night, Kyle? Kindergarten Cop. No. Oh. The best Arnold movie, Terminator 2, Judgment nice. Day. Cool. What a great movie. Is that... You're familiar with Terminator 1 and 2, right, Kyle? Yeah, I think we may okay. have watched it together. All right, good. I think you made me watch it at some point. Yeah. That sounds plausible, mm-hmm. um, knowing me. But uh, I just... what a, I think that's the best movie if you're like a, a 9 to 13-year-old to ever exist. Because when you're watching it, because it's like an R-rated action movie that's not that violent. It's like got PG-13 sensibilities and it's got a kid in the main role who you're like, he's pretty cool. He's not annoying. You're like, I can relate to him. I could be in on the action. I could hang out with Arnold, you know? And it's just, what a great movie for that. And what a great movie that it takes 35 minutes before you realize Arnold is going to be the good guy in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you were watching it blind, you'd think it was just repeating 
the beats of the first movie and Arnold is the Terminator looking for John Connor to kill him. Sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. What a great, a great... I don't know why we're talking about that. So I got distracted because it's right in front of me because I have letterboxed. Have you seen the Expendables movies? Just curious. I, I have. Okay. I guess, yes. I've seen the first two in theaters. I never saw the third one. Okay. Just curious. All right. All right. I didn't see it because the third one's PG-13 and that was an insult to me. That is as an insult. A, I didn't know that that was... Yeah. It's just weird to have two R-rated like 80s throwback action movies and then... The third one's PG-13. Um, we're playing a game, Kyle. I got us distracted. Let's do That's it. My I got to win this game. I need to. You do got to win this game, Kyle. We're playing again. Guess what? Uh, the new version of Which Witch is Which. Yeah, I knew it was going to be something of like this. Course. We're playing a TV version, Kyle. Ooh, okay. So what, what I've done here, uh, because I know you're not going to be able to... You don't want to be like me and have to assign three random actors to three random movies. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Tough, yeah. So I've taken, I've got the name of a show mm. and four actors okay. that have all played witches before mm. on TV. Okay. Kyle, it is your job to name which actor from the four played a witch in the show okay. named. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. But Easy. you need to, there's five questions, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You need to get seven points to win. And that's confusing, isn't it? How do I get it? seven points with five questions? Because, Kyle, the tricky thing is some of these list of witches have multiple Oh, multiple actors. answers. Garbage. Get Here's out how it here. works, though. If you name every witch that you successfully name from the list gives you a point. If mm-hmm. you name any wrong witches, you get zero points. Ooh, okay. But there's a bonus point for each question. If you can identify the show that the incorrect witches are far are from. Okay. Easy. So I'm I've, gonna get, I've made it. Yeah, I'm gonna get, get like this. so many points. You're gonna it's ridiculous. So obviously. Let's our first example, Kyle. Yeah. The show Game of Thrones. Ah, I know this show. You do. I've tried to pick shows I thought you would know. Uh the actors in question, Kyle. Your four actors are Sarah Paulson, Carice Van Houten, Stevie Nicks. Or Mia Soterio. I cannot read this person's name. Mia Soterio. It's a lot of vowels. Uh, say the, the actresses again. Sorry. Sarah Paulson, Carice Van Houten, Stevie Nicks, and Mia Soterio. God damn it. Soterio. I'm going to go with Mia Soterio because it's one you don't really know how to pronounce so i'm going with that i'm just gonna guess that one i just need one just give me a point kyle you got a I'm pretty point sure the second one's probably in there too but because i don't know you sarah paulson's you are, not in it but no sarah paulson is not but carice van houten was the one i thought you would get she plays melisandra in game of thrones okay yeah i did not know the name uh, of that actress but cool yeah, mia soteri the chick i can't say which to be fair me not being able to say the name is not necessarily an indicator because these are all just actors from shows, like whatever. Like, but um, uh, she plays the witch that curses Cal Drago, the oh, okay. in the first cool. season. Can I? Oh, um, uh, and I can guess on some but of these. You others, can get right? a bonus point if you can. They're both. Uh, they're Sarah all from the. Paulson. They're from the same show. Well, to make uh, it American clear. Horror Story, right? Is that going to be a witch thing? I know that Sarah Paulson's not. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Um, yeah. So uh, to make it clear for these questions. All fake witches are from the same show. Okay. So like Got it. the real witches are from the show mentioned and the fake witches are just from a different show. Got it. So both Sarah Paulson and Stevie Nicks 
play witches in American Horror Story season three cool. coven. Did you see so that the Sarah Paulson show about the nurse? Did you watch that one? The no. where she it's like a part of some universe. Is it part of the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Nurse yeah. Ratchet? Yeah, Ratchet. No, I didn't watch it because it's a Ryan Murphy show, the same person who makes American Horror Story, and I hate every single thing he's ever made. Uh, well, yeah, ever I think watched. you'd actually... Well, Ratchet's good. I really liked mm-hmm. Ratchet. I actually it's never not, finished it, but we really liked it, so... I'm sure... I I won't like it. I know... I... 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 I hate his writing so much. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It's good, though. I, I, I don't know. When it came listen, out, everybody likes all of his shows, and I hate all of them. Okay. So right. I hate Glee. I hate Scream Queens. I hate American Horror Story. I hate his stupid fucking prom movie. I hate everything the man has ever well, I made really I've ever seen. I watched any of those. But wait, was prom? That was not with... What was the with uh with? with Meryl Streep right? Oh, is gosh. she in it? And, yeah, and, and, and yeah, James, James Corden. Corden? No, no, yeah. no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, That's no. all Ryan Murphy Ratchet's stuff. Good. I like Ratchet. So. All right, well, I'm, I mean, Sarah Paulson's good, and I like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I think the original Nurse Ratchet just died actually nice. pretty recently. So R.I.P. Um, Kyle, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Okay, I got we'll two do, points. I'm feeling good. You got. You've got two points. I'm you feeling you good. just need to get seven total. I'm gonna be let's give you one where I'll be very upset if you don't get it. Okay. How about that? All right. All right, perfect. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ah, uh, hmm. Yes. Hmm. Elizabeth Ann Allen, Allison Hannigan, Elizabeth Montgomery, and Agnes Moorhead. Agnes Moorhead? I mean, I that know is, that yeah. I know. Freaking! What the heck is his first name? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm. I know it's Allison Hannigan, but I'm gonna go for two. I'm guessing the Moorhead one because she. I'm guessing is related to what's his face. Oh, dang! Kyle, Agnes Moorhead is not related to Anthony Stewart Head, no, the man who balls. plays Giles. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes Moorhead and Elizabeth Montgomery are witches from the show Bewitched. Yeah, they play uh, Samantha uh, and her Moorhead mother. Moorhead really threw me yeah. off. I was like, well, if Giles is, maybe Giles' wife is in this show at some point. <laughs> you know, that was what I was thinking. But It's not a bad idea. Obviously, you've forgotten that Giles was never married, and the only relationships that we see him have are in season two with Jenny Calendar and season four with his British girlfriend, whose name I can't remember Well, no, right no, the now, character, but I was thinking the actor, Anthony. Oh, of course the actor. I thought they, yes. in my head, I was like, Moorhead, that's his last name, right? No. False. So. I tried to throw you a. Uh, I tried to make it hard for you. With there the was a Elizabeths. second point. Yeah. yeah, Elizabeth Ann Allen is the other one. She does. She plays Amy, uh, who is not a, a a big character on Buffy, but I thought it was appropriate to pick because she turns into a rat for like three seasons. So, jeez, oh, yeah. <laughs> going for the witches. Reference. I should have gone for the easy one point with Allison Hannah. I know. Should have just gone I for the know. easy point. Mm. Oof. I realize now maybe I should have given you the chance for the bonus point still. No, I wouldn't have gotten it. You, I, I, yeah. I, I almost stopped I you. you but weren't going to get I bewitched. almost stopped you, but I didn't because I knew I wasn't going to get it. So Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I won't reveal it again. We'll okay. give you the chance right. on the other ones. All right, Kyle, the next one. You'll get this one, no problem. WandaVision. <laughs> so we've got Bailey Madison, Elizabeth Olsen, Catherine Hahn, and Selena Gomez. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen and Catherine Hahn. Way to go, Kyle! <laughs> the other two are from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. What? Ooh, 
The other two are from Wizards, Wizards of, of Wa- Waverly Place. God dang it. Ouch. I just jumped and I, I didn't think about it. I Yeah, so dumb. She's uh, Sabrina in that, though, isn't she? Isn't that like her name in that show? Maybe not. Is she? I've never watched Wizards of Waverly Place. I honestly, it was hard for me to get a second witch like for that show because I'm not familiar with it. I found uh, an actor who is credited as playing one of the brothers no, who got turned Alex into Russo. a So it's not. I thought for some All reason right. it was the same thing. That's hey, why get I... off. Wait, get off Google. What if you accidentally look up some other witch actors? Okay, I see you. Don't I worry. see what you're up to. No, I'll just exit um, out of that and go back to right. the witches. You've, yes, screenplay. You've got. You've now got three points. Yeah, three points. No, 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 no. You have. Uh, you've got four because you got two on the uh, the first question. Oh, cool. Well, no, yeah, I got two on the first question. I didn't get any on and the second. And then you just got two actors on WandaVision. Yeah, Each so actor's I've... worth a point. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's why I made it, it four. Kyle, I made it as easy as I could for you to this win this good. game. This is good. Yeah. We need easy games. <laughs> we do. That's what I was thinking. So let's, since your head's in the right place, Kyle, for question number four, we have The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So there are Kiernan Shipka, Melissa Joan Hart, Beth Broderick, or Carolyn Ree. Or possibly Ray. I don't know how to read people's names. Carolyn Ho- Joan Hart. That's my only answer. Melissa Lock Joan Hart. Melissa is locking it in? <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Um, Ooh, Kyle. You've been tricked by my nefarious game, which is Melissa Joan Hart, Beth Broderick, and Carolyn Ree are from Sabrina, but they're from the 90s Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Ugh. not the current chilling adventures of Sabrina. I just have to say I was going to guess Sabrina as the bonus question, oh. so I don't know oh, if you want to give me a bonus point because I was going to guess no, that. No, I don't. I'm going to but... take back what I said earlier because I said if you name anyone who doesn't belong, you get zero points, and uh, you named a witch who didn't belong uh, okay. originally All in right. the rules of All the right. game, so... It's okay, Kyle. I believe in you. Okay. You can still win this. I can. Okay? And if you don't win, we'll give you that bonus point that you didn't get um, anyway. Uh, and we'll say you won. Okay. But yeah, Kieran and Shipka plays Sabrina in the new show. Um, she's, uh, have you ever watched Mad Men? Yeah. She's the Sally. She's the daughter in Mad Men. Sally Draper. Um, whatever. I think she's a really good I don't remember young Sally actor. Draper. Unbelievable. You're going to hell. I watched uh, the, like, <laughs> the first three seasons of it or two. She's very prominent. She's Don Don's daughter. Don Draper's daughter. Um, I don't remember matter. that. I don't remember even it's fine. having the daughter. So Kyle, here's your big... This is it. You're going to make a big comeback here, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Your next question, Kyle. And you need... You know what? We'll say you got the bonus point just to make it interesting, okay? Okay. Because you're at five. You need to get seven to win. Okay, so for your last question, the show is Charmed. Okay. And the actors are Holly Marie Combs, Alyssa Milano, Shannon Doherty, and Rose McGowan. Um, Be careful. Say you it again. two say points again. Say again. to win. Say it again. Holly Marie Combs, Alyssa Milano, Shannon Doherty, and Rose McGowan. Mm. I points, need folks. to guess too because I can't think of another show. So I'm going to guess Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan. Final answer? Yeah. 
Kyle, you've done it! Boom! Can you believe it? Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to take a guess at the bonus show, Kyle? I, I, like I said, I couldn't think of one, so I had to go for two. So there That's it is. fair. You want to know why you got it, Kyle? Because this was a trick question. All four of these actors <laughs> play the charmed ones in the show Charmed. Amazing. Great. Perfect. You could not lose Woo! if you named two people. All right. <laughs> Way to go, Kyle. You did it. Boom. You've successfully baby. completed my game of Witch Witch is I love Witch. It. That's awesome. Uh, it's. Yeah, the Charmed is like three sisters, but then in the third season, Shannon Doherty was like, I don't want to be on this show anymore. So they killed off her character, and then they were like, here's your half-sister that we never mentioned uh, who showed up. <laughs> Sounds like Cheetah Girls 1, 2, and 3 with uh, Raven yes. just being like, I'm not in the third one. That's exactly the situation, except it's as if they were then like, well, Raven's gone, but here's Raven's half-sister who's going to replace her. Good. <laughs> uh, so... That's great, Kyle. You won. I'm excited. And that's the end of our witches episode. And we never have to talk about witches of Thank any kind again. goodness. <sighs> so on that note, I guess we're done. We're right? done. We're done. Look forward to next week, folks, where we will be discussing, I think, either the film. We need to talk about what order we're going to release these in, Kyle. But we're either going to be talking about the film Locked Down or the film An American Pickle. Next I guess week. it'd be fun to do the Anne Hathaways in a row. And I also think that an American pickle is almost Thanksgiving-y, and that puts it closer to Thanksgiving. Let's do it. Yeah, so that's it. Sure. Boom. There it is. So lockdown next week, folks. And uh, until then, let's turn off the... Uh, let's take out the DVD copy <laughs> that we both bought of The, <laughs> the Witches. Um, and uh, and turn off the TV. If you're listening and you like what you hear, please please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Get them to listen. Uh, go to our website, madefortvpodcast.com. Follow us on social media, at madefortvpodcast. That's at made the number four TV podcast. Thank you to Chris Ratzbaugh for our theme song, and thank you to Maggie for our artwork. Until next time, I'm Scott. I'm Kyle. And just as, as is tradition with the witches, let's have a really poignant ending that lines up well with everything that's been set up and we are family mm, yeah I, I got, got all my, 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 my hey Scott I, yeah. wrote, I wrote a poem you want to hear it? Oh, hold on <laughs> and now our feature presentation Okay, That's ask it. me again. Ask me again. <laughs> I, hey, Scott, I wrote a poem. Do you want to hear it? No. Okay, good.